following podcast describes acts of violence, murder, sexual assault, and explicit language. Viewer discretion is advised. And welcome to Murder Murder in in Your your hometown. Hometown. Hi, and welcome back to Murder Murder in in Your your hometown. Hometown. Hi, Kayla. Hey, Sean. Hi, Taylor. Hi. It's nice to... uh, See you guys back at my house again for another week on the podcast. Love it when the girls get together. Who doesn't? I love the girlies so much. <laughs> no, I've actually, I don't, I haven't seen you this week, but I've seen you this week. Yeah, a little bit. Work. Yes. Cool. So, you guys work together. I know, we just like kind of like work together, no biggie. Mainly you know. in passing though, because we're busy people. I know. I mean, there's probably people I know that are listening, but I'm like, you don't do shit at work. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... <laughs> Yeah, I do. Okay. And what goes on behind that closed AC door? Yes. There's no AC in there. Oh, yeah. It's uh, very hot right now. Oh, yeah. Everything's shut down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not a fan. Also, do you guys like this Halloween decor I that we do. have? I love it. We're getting ready to celebrate Halloween in only this month. But after, like, July 31st, it's Halloween-y time all the time. All the time, honestly. <laughs> but there is a critique. And I will do it for you after the podcast. If you want me to go move your original mat outside so you can just let the Ouija board one lay flat, I will do that for you. Um, <laughs> I saw that and I was like, that is so I didn't me. put that out there. That is so me. <laughs> and it was half covering it. And I was like, good attempt. That was Dion. He like, I, I know, saw him, he like got in the box and mm-hmm. then went and put it out there. And I was like, okay. Yeah, no. I don't know what, like. Typical man just threw it on top of the old <laughs> mat. The Ola one. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, same. Same. Trip hazard. I haven't been home since I was on duty, so. Oh. Love that. Don't worry. I'll take care of it. Okay. All right. Well, so you guys are kind of going a little blind to this. Oh, I'm completely blind. No idea what's going on. Okay. Well, I'm excited to uh, kind of tell you guys about this case. This case has actually been on my mind a lot. Okay. Um, I first heard of it when we lived in Washington. So mm-hmm. like, what was that? Like three years ago? We live in Washington? It's, it's not been, four. It's, it's almost four years. Yeah. No. Yes. yes. 2020. We moved 2020. It's been two years. No, since we first got there. Oh, first 2019. got there. 2019. So yeah, three, three years. Yeah, three years. Going on almost four years now. I swear it just keeps going what? quicker. Oh my God, and that makes quicker. sense. Yeah, because I met you. Yeah, then. like right before we went up to Washington. That was about four years ago. That's so yeah. crazy. I met Taylor in Washington too, so. Okay. That's cool. (laughs) So the case that um, we are going to be discussing is the abduction of Jamie Kloss and the murder of her parents. Weekly. Sorry. What is that? Her name sounds French. Kloss. It might be. It could be. Well, she's from the great state of Wisconsin. Everyone who likes cheese. I love cheese, dude. I... I think it was funny when I did tell you I wanted to do this case and I said it's from Wisconsin. All you said was, oh, I love cheese. <laughs> I do love cheese. I went to the Wisconsin Dells. and Isn't um, that like the forest? Yeah, a little bit, but they have like all these water parks like down the street. Oh, like Kalahari and shit yeah. like that? Yeah, oh, and I, um, I just remember my dad was like, we're in Wisconsin. We have to get cheese curds. Oh. And that was like a big part of, I just like really distinctly remember that. And that was also when I met my first um, male interest of color at Kalahari. We exchanged cell phone numbers. I never told my mom and dad. He's from Chicago. Mm. 
<laughs> I used to talk to him on my flip phone. Did you? <laughs> All right. We never met again. I, I think his name was like Jesse. Well, Jesse, if you're listening, Kayla says hi. She said message her back on that, the MV3 <laughs> that she, yeah. that she used. Flip. I don't have that number anymore or MySpace, but you can yeah, hit up on my, and Facebook. And Instagram. <laughs> All right, so let's jump into this. So this case starts in Wisconsin. To be specific, I think it was the city of Barron, I believe. I'm not really sure. Because the city of West, well, the city of Wisconsin, the state of Wisconsin, <laughs> um, is very, very big, and there's a lot of snow. Uh, it began on October fifteenth, twenty eighteen, so five ever ago. Yeah, that's crazy, guys. Like I said, that was almost what, like, four years ago. Mm-hmm. All right. I just know small details of this case, and I know it's nuts. Well, I know nothing. It's the Jew. Oh, you're gonna love this. I mean, not love this one, but you're gonna be sitting over there going, "No way." I'll tell you this. This case has a really like special place in my heart because of the just the outcome, Mm -hmm. and I'm probably gonna say the man who did this names once, but from then on, I'm probably just gonna refer to him as like the assailant or like the suspect Mm -hmm. because I don't. This is not a platform for him, right? Like at all, like that. This is a story about how everyone reacted to our Ramirez case. Yeah. We're not even big podcasters and, uh, like, Ramirez fans on Instagram. They keep following me. Yeah. <laughs> not trying to be mean. Like, I just don't, I don't like to glamorize, like, no, serial true, killers. Yeah. Like It's not a glamorous thing and they are not glamorous no. people. Like, the fact that, yeah, anyways, I totally agree with you. His name should be mentioned once and he is, he who must not be named. All right. So, this all started on October 15, 2018. Uh, this right here, I'm going to show you a picture that you can see. Mm-hmm. This is Jamie Kloss. She was 13 years old at the time. Okay, this is ringing a bell now. And like I said again, she lived in Wisconsin. Barron, Wisconsin to be exact. And she and her family were asleep one night. And someone pulled up to their driveway. And her, she had like saw somebody at the end of the driveway, mm-hmm. and she kind of went and woke her parents because she's like, see somebody walking down their driveway. It's like one o'clock in the morning, so she goes looked up to her parents. And you and, know it's cold. Like, what are you doing? It's October in Wisconsin. Yeah, I, I don't even know if it was snowing at that time, but I know it snows like sometimes in October. Mm-hmm. So she goes wakes up her parents. Her dad goes downstairs, and he has like a. A flashlight and he's flashing it out the window trying to see like uh who's there because you know those like wooden doors that have the little like window pane in it yeah so you can see out but they can really kind of barely see and it's kind of there for like the people mm-hmm. and this guy comes up and her dad is like show me your badge because he's thinking it's the cops mm-hmm. and this guy he says open the fucking door and he's like I'm not open no damn door for you. Like, what yeah, the fuck? Like, who are you? And then the guy takes shotgun, shoots him through the door. Through the door. S- through the door. Like that little, like, people thing. Oh, my God. So, comes back, goes into the house, and next thing, James Kloss's wife, Denise, she ends up calling 911. Mm-hmm. She takes Jamie the daughter into the bathroom and they pull the um, 
You know how like if you were ever at home and you wanted like you only have like one bathroom, you'd pull the drawer in front of the door yes. so it yeah, would it lock. It. Yes. So they did that. So while he's searching the house, she calls nine one one. So I'm gonna play the nine one one clip for you really quick so you can kinda hear. Um just wanna make sure the sound's up all the way. Alright. You can play it. All right, so that was the whole 911 call. Mm -hmm. So that all happened, and then police got dispatched. In this time frame, over the next four minutes, this is all what happened. Mm -hmm. The suspect slash assailant broke into the door. He rammed the door like 10 or 15 times because... You, it's hard as fuck to break yeah. that because it's a whole, it's the, the drawer, drawer and in the, the drawer. drawer. So, that was cute that we said that. <laughs> but um, it's going to be hard to break down. So, he's ramming it, ramming it, breaks in. He makes um, Denise, which is Jamie's mom, Jamie's mm -hmm. wife, um, tie up Jamie with duct tape. So she's crying and everything like that, Jamie, and her mom is like trying to tape her up. And then suspect says, all right, cool, you're done. He turns his head, shoots her, and, and kills her. Didn't even look at her. Just, just turned his head, shot her. Crazy, right? So then he takes Jamie, puts her in his car in her in his trunk mm -hmm. and takes off yet again it's all in four minutes Jeez. police is our four minutes so police has already been dispatched four minutes from this from the this, phone, call. From the phone okay. call that we just listened to four minutes and then next thing the police are coming they leave they don't care they don't see anybody they don't catch anybody that they know of mm -hmm. That they're like, oh, for sure, we saw this. So nothing. Police show up. passed him on his way out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so the police show up. And at first, like, they're thinking that, oh, this might have been a murder-suicide. Because they come across the front door. Mm -hmm. And it looks kind of like the dad might have shot himself. But they were like, let's go to clear Did the house. Did he leave the weapon? No. Okay. But I believe um, James had like a gun on him or something like that, mm, or okay. like or something like just for like Protection. home defense. Yeah. So yet again, they're going through. They find Denise, and they're but they're like, "Where's Jamie? Mm -hmm. They have a daughter here." <clears throat> so weird, right? All right. This all happened October fifteenth. Mm -hmm. 88 days later, 80, okay. after everybody's been looking for Jamie, 
talking about national news. Nobody knows where she's went. They first suspected that possibly, I know we probably have heard about cases before where there's been like kids that murder their parents yes. and they run off. With like crazy boyfriends yeah. that they were supposed to be with. That them. wasn't the situation here. Because I think that actually did happen in Wisconsin where a girl killed her family, blamed it on this guy. Are you thinking about that girl that was like married to like, or she, she was dating a boy who was like a thousand years old and was like a wolf or something? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not funny, but. I was, it's not, but I was like, that's dumb as hell. Like, yeah. Where he who says make... they're a wolf? There's a lot of people on TikTok. I follow a few of them just because they make me laugh. But anyways. <laughs> I can't with you. They're cringy. <laughs> you love the cringe, don't you? Like anything that makes my stomach drop and it's hard for me to watch, I'm like, ooh, and I got to share it to my friends because I'm like, you guys have yeah. to, if I watch it, you do yeah. too. Period. Just like that. Just like her. Love her. So, they they suspected that Jamie might have done that. Yeah. For but they were they were like no, there's no like telltale signs like text messages didn't prove Mm -hmm. that. So they're like we can rule that out. They even were like, was it possibly because her parents both worked for Ginio's like the meat company? Mm -hmm. Because I guess it's like really like big out in Wisconsin? I would assume so. I, did, I didn't know Probably that. like a meat and cheese area. They have a huge, you know, I mean like, it's all huge yeah. like. Like production, like farming mm. areas and oh, stuff yeah. like that. They have huge, like just all these cute little cows. If you go driving out in Wisconsin, like everyone has a cattle farm. Oh, I love that. Me too. I love stupid It's like Texas, too. but like cold. I don't like Texas. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's back it up. Well, the only reason I like it is because Taylor came from it. Mm-hmm. And right. Rocky. No, we're not bringing my father into this. Are you giving him a shout out right now? No. <laughs> he doesn't listen, all right? Not yet. So, <clears throat> back onto the story. Nobody knew where she was. Even there was people that suspected that, you know, everybody was holding on to hope that she was alive. Mm-hmm. There's people that suspected that she might have been murdered right mm-hmm. because you know within that first 48 hours if you don't find somebody the chances go down a lot i mean first like suspicion is if they're not found they're most likely yeah. murdered. so that was kind of a big thing everybody didn't really know what was going on so after 88 days on january 10th 2019 there was a woman who was out walking her dog. Her name was Jeannie Nutter, to be exact. So, or Janine, but I think it's, I want to say Jeannie, just because of the way that it's spelled. So Jeannie Nutter was walking her dog, and she was at her cabin. She normally didn't come up there during the winter time, but some reason, some she just came out that day. Mm-hmm. And this is over in... Um, the area, it's like Gordon, Wisconsin. It's two counties like over from where she lived. Okay. Oh, that's so so where, close. where the, the so clocks close. Of, yeah. yeah. So I think it was like around like 70 miles or something like that. So. Oh, they're close to Lake Michigan too. Oh, yeah. So you know that shit's cold. Oh, for sure. <laughs> you know that I know cold. it's cold. So, that lake effect is not a joke. No. Uh, no, it adds the winds coming off of Lake Michigan. That's why Chicago is called the Wind yes. City. Oh. Cold Those as hell. Winds are... I went to boot camp in December, or no, January. It was cold oh. as hell. It is, for, that, it will, 
drop the temperature to the negatives. And then you have to look up wind chill effect. Because mm. you can go outside and get frostbite like that. So, Jeannie Nutter is walking her dog, and this girl comes out running, like, running. All she has on is a sweatshirt or hoodie, a pair of leggings, and these huge-ass New Balance tennis shoes. And she's crying, and she runs up to her, and she says, can you help me? I need help. I want to go home. And the lady says... What's wrong? She said, I am Jamie Kloss. I need help. I've been kidnapped. Oh, my God. So, oh, God. Oh, I have children now. Ah! Like, she knew. She knew. She knew. knew. Like, once she said, she's like, Mm -hmm. I know who you are. Mm -hmm. So then she takes her to a neighbor's house, which was, I think their name was Kanitsky or something like that. And they were like, we're going to call the police. Mm -hmm. So that's where this happens. Can you please wait? Okay. So I didn't want to go into my cabin because it's too close to 
So that was the 911 call the day that she was found. It's hectic. It's very, very hectic. So as you can tell, I'm only going to mention his name once. The guy that took her and killed her parents was Jake Patterson. We'll get to that later. Mm -hmm. I want to go over what happened over the 88 days and then what kind of happened from then. So going back to October 15th, 2018, Jake had... Came and take her, whatever, and put her in the trunk. Mm -hmm. You know how you said earlier, like, oh, they must have passed them. Yeah. They did pass him. So he was leaving her house. And the cops were coming. Like, I'm talking about, like, seconds. Like, 30, 40 seconds after he left her house. He ran into the cops, but he yielded like you would like you're supposed to to the mm -hmm. to the law. So they were like, and, and I watched the video. The cops even sit there and they say that car just left coming that way. Mm -hmm. But they're thinking this might just be like a domestic dispute or something like that. So, so they let's get over there first because they're thinking about the safety of those of people the, there. The screaming over the phone, the phone call. call. Exactly. Yeah. That's oh. so unfortunate. I literally wrote down what. I wrote down police not being sus about every car in the area, but they didn't know about the daughter. They didn't know what could happen. Exactly. So they're thinking like, fuck. Yeah, that was probably him. And and the thing is, they even went back and looked at their dash cam, mm -hmm. but they couldn't look at it because his head bright, his headlights were so bright. Mm -hmm. Oh. But they couldn't see who like his license plate number. But it didn't matter mm -hmm. because. He had a fake license plate. No. Mm. Oh. So. So he had this thought out. He did. I, to be completely honest with you, I'm kind of like, what the fuck? Because this really, this all adds up to like a bigger thing. This was, you know how they say like some people just like kidnap just people just to kidnap people. Like they make it seem like people just like or you're just driving down the street and then you just snatch somebody. That's, I feel like how, that's how people think like kidnapping happened. Right? Yeah. No, there's usually no. It's, it's thought it's, out. There's, it's yes. thought out. So, talking about the suspect, this motherfucker is weird as fuck. You have to be. Surprise, All right. surprise. So, I'm sorry if you are like, no, kidnapping's normal and you're listening to this. It's not. Don't do it. You're not normal. Seek help. I'm going to give you guys a little fun fact before we jump into, like, the whole 88 days. Yeah. We all know that we live in the great city of San Diego. Right. Right over there, when you got to pass to get to my house, what do you mm -hmm. pass? I go by the Next airport. to the airport. What, what's right next to the airport? Loads of things. Skid Row. Um, no. The city. No, not the city. I'm talking right next to the airport. Oh, my gosh. What do you guys think? The base. 
There's a submarine base right there. No. Oh my god, Jackson. Wait. Help. Tri- the Marine Actually. Recruit Depot. This motherfucker really? was at the Marine Recruit Depot. I'm telling you, yes. Was a recruiter? No, he he enlisted in, right? Oh. He didn't even make it five weeks. Oh, oh. that's some. Until he was, till he was dropped for, like, I get reasons of like I guess like that didn't meet the core values of the Marines. Oh. Which I was like, what? That's surprising because the military will take anybody. Because <laughs> they spend so much money shipping people. To they do. Camp. So he had to have been doing some really mess. Where they were like, oh, he's just gonna be a case in the future. So I don't. They didn't like. They're not gonna like, specify. They didn't, they didn't yeah. specify. But that's also what his grandfather came out and said mm-hmm. that it, whatever reason he was kicked out didn't meet like the core values of the Marines. Okay. And the Marines they eat crayons, so. For real. <laughs> so it's like no, but like what kind of fucked up shit was he doing in boot camp? That's yeah. Where they're like. Mm. Right, mm. because I've seen people that have gone through where I'm like, what? Yeah. Heard stories like... Yeah, that people yeah. graduated with me, and I was like looking at them like, wow, mm. how did you get here with me? <laughs> I would have kicked you out day one. <laughs> <laughs> During that, a little bit before mm-hmm. his October 15th date. This was early October in Wisconsin. Suspect was driving around Wisconsin trying to go to like get jobs and stuff because he could not keep a job. But he could not keep a job, but he was a regular guy, like basically like super, super normal, like had friends, Mm -hmm. things like that. Supposedly. Supposedly. But he was driving around and he gets behind this school bus. And he's basically following the school bus because he's on this road to go to this job interview Mm -hmm. or something or looking for this job. And he gets up to this like bus stop. And he sees Jamie Kloss there. And he said, when I saw her, I knew I had to have her and I was going to do anything I had to do to get her. Oh. Oh, God. Just trying to go to school? She's 13. She's 13. She's 13. She's She's getting on the fucking school bus, bro, at like 7 in the morning. And you just see this little 13-year-old and you're like, "Mm." He's got to be at least 18. Like, older than that. Girl is just trying to go to her, like, third week of eighth grade like come on like what the fuck dude yeah but there's a lot of like there are a lot of people who are legit like that yeah but the thing is like that's why i refuse to have a kid why do i want to bring them into this world yeah i mean you're morally obligated to think that but yeah there's nothing wrong with that it the world is a scary ass place i know so moving on to that he eventually tried to before the final attempt where he was successful of taking her, mm-hmm. he tried to go to her house at least two or three times. Oh. Yes. I think it was two times before that, to actually be specific. Mm-hmm. One time he went, and it's like they had company over. So, obviously... That's so sad. Couldn't... couldn't right. Too many people, too many bodies, too many possible witnesses. Second time he came in, all the lights were on in the house. Oh, yeah. So spooked him, probably. Spooked him. That's so sad. And then, obviously, we know, third time was right. successful. After all this, we're going to go flashback to during the 88 Yes. Yeah. All right. So, Jamie gets taken to this. She doesn't even know who took her. Right. 
because he was wearing a ski mask, everything, all blacked out. He takes her, she gets out of the car, and she she doesn't know where she is because, Mm -hmm. you know, she's out in the middle of the woods in Corden, Wisconsin. And she looks up, and what does she see? Patterson's Retreat. Mm. That's what she sees. Mm-hmm. So it's like a like you know this little like wooden things. That yeah, are, yeah. So that's what she sees. Takes her into the cabin, gives her his sister's pajamas, takes the red pajamas that she has, and burns them. And then he puts her under his bed, and she has to sleep there. But not only that, over the next eighty-eight days, he basically keeps her under this bed. When there's people that come over, because his dad came over every Saturday. Oh my god. And he turned on the radio in the room to have like background noise mm-hmm. just in case she made any too loud noises. He would leave her under this bed for almost 12 plus hours if he wanted to. Like Christmas Day to go to like Christmas dinner, he left her oh. under this bed. I, I saw the crime scene photos of this cabin. There's like a cheetah print pillow and there's like a sheet on the ground. So there was nothing like keeping her locked under the bed though? No, but what he did was he would put like weights, like kettlebells or something, uh-huh. and like laundry baskets and shoe boxes and suitcases, like it's normal a, shit you'd put under a bed block to block her. And you'd hear it if she'd move yeah. it. So over these 88 days, there had been like a couple times where he had seen like Jamie would try to get out. Mm-hmm. And he would just yell at her for it. And I think he he only hit her like one time. He hit her with this like metal rod in her back or something oh. like that. Well, you have to understand too, she also witnessed him kill her parents. Yeah, so, yeah. She's, so she's, she's scared out of her mind. And the way that she was described, so the way that Jamie was described by people was that she was a rule follower. Mm-hmm. By, um, so she really just like listened to like what people said. She didn't like to try to like stand out and be like extra, I guess. Mm-hmm. Not saying that there isn't a problem with people that do that, but that was just like her personality. She's very yeah. quiet. No, if I were ever kidnapped, I'd either be killed or I would be returned immediately. They'd be like this bitch. Cause they'd be like, "So, what's your favorite color? What are we gonna do? Like, where are we going? Where are we going? Like, what's your plan? What's your agenda? How long did you plan this? Where did you first see me? <laughs> Why me?" <laughs> Like, oh my god. Pick me, girl. Did you guys think I was skinny? <laughs> that's that's what you're gonna do? That's like, wait until you see. Wait until I wake up in the morning. He kept her, un- like I said, under the bed. There were sometimes he did let her out to, like, he... The first two weeks, he, like, kept her, like, basically under lock and key. He kept the shotgun he used outside of the bedroom, like, door because mm-hmm. he was afraid... Of that the police would come and find him. But after the first two weeks ran out, he was like, oh, I got away with this shit. Oh, yeah. They're not going to find me. Because he shaved all of his head and, like, any, like, his mustache so he would not get caught because leaving uh, hair. Mm-hmm. Which I'm not saying isn't, like, not smart. But, right. I mean, that, like, that's... It's thought that's out. so he premeditated. He like, basically, yeah. and he didn't touch anything. He hit everything with the shotgun so that it... He wouldn't leave fingerprints. Mm-hmm. He still wore gloves, mm-hmm. but and still. he made her mom tie her up. Yeah, because any type stuff. of duct tape yeah. would have gotten. He put mm-hmm. the fake license plates on. Mm-hmm. He made like little mod- modifications to his car, so no, it could not stand out. He did all that, and then finally, like 
he doesn't have this job, but he's just living in this cabin. Mm-hmm. Him and Jamie, they were just basically sitting. He never sexually assaulted her. Okay, I was going to ask. He, no, gonna, he never did. Yeah. He said he would have felt too guilty if he oh. would have. But it wasn't guilty enough to murder her parents. Yeah, or but it was, sexually assaulted but, her. But I, you would feel too guilty if you sexually assaulted her, but you, you murdered her parents. Mm-hmm. I mean, thank God he didn't. Yes, of exactly. course. Exactly. But what was... But the, like you'd feel too guilty doing that, but you didn't feel guilty about murdering her parents. In front of her. So that shows cool. like there's a conscious there, but... but it's not it's clicking. It's not clicking, yeah, in his head. No. So, after that, they would, like, just sit and they'd play, like, games, like, board games, and they'd talk, but they wouldn't talk about what happened. They didn't okay. talk about him killing her parents. they just have normal conversation. So, whatever. Finally, January 10th, he's like, I'm going to go out and go, like, look for a job or something like that. So, she's like, okay. Cool. So she's under the bed. And she's basically like, fuck this shit, I'm out. She's probably not what she said. Right. But she put on her fucking fucking final girl pants, that's what I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. And she said, fuck it, I'm getting out of here. I'm not I'm not doing this anymore. I'm fed up. Yeah. Almost a, 90 days in captivity. She takes a pair of his sneakers, takes a hoodie, puts that shit on, and she starts running. She starts running and running through these woods. And I'm talking about, this is like, I don't know, I've never been to Wisconsin, but the way that it made sound, like, the houses are not close to each other. No. They're far. Well, like, it's a cabinet. If it's got, like, the wooden thing on top, that means, like, in Texas, that's an indicator of, like, land. You got land. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's going to take you a while to get to another person's So I think the, the houses were at least, like, half a mile apart. Yeah. Yeah. Because the point of going up north is to be secluded. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So she finally, she's, she's booking it through these woods, and that's when she comes across Jeannie. Mm-hmm. Well, Jeannie was like the next cabin over, or the second cabin over. So obviously that's why Jeannie didn't take right. her back to her cabin. Because mm-hmm. that would have been, that would be the that first, first place. Yeah, you and that's, home, she yeah. even said that in the 911 call. Mm-hmm. She said, I don't want to take her to my cabin because we live right next to them. Mm-hmm. That, they obviously... The police had came, they got Jamie, and they're like, okay, we got to get her to the hospital, get her checked out. Mm-hmm. Well, on the way to the hospital, this car comes by because he came home once she took off. Oh. And they were under, or he was under this pressure, like, oh, shit, she's gone. I got to find her. Mm-hmm. So he's out looking for her because he's like, fuck, I'm going to get caught. When they're passing, Jamie says, I think that's his car. That looks like his car. I think that's his car. So they send deputies after him. They catch up to him, turn sirens on him, basically. They get up to him. I did it. It was me. Oh, my god! I did it. It was me. What? What was wrong with him? Or what is wrong with him? He said, I did it. It was me. Nothing, nothing more, nothing less. So I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I'm not saying I expect him to go on a police chase, but like, or to go out on style. But my thing is just like, then why'd you even do all this? Why'd you yeah. do all of this? Why'd you even do all this? You're sitting here like, it, cause it's crazy. Cause I feel like most criminals, like they're going to go out. Right. Yeah. They're going to go out with a, a bang. With a bang. But you're just, I did it. 
It was me. It was me. You got me. Which, I'm glad he didn't harm anybody else, but still, like, that's just fucking crazy. But moving on. Jamie, she was perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. Well, not perfectly fine, but, like... Health-wise. Health-wise. And, you know, I think she was probably, like, a little bit malnourished, Mm -hmm. but... They got her to the hospital. She was under guard and everything. He was arrested. He got taken into custody. And then they started piecing everything together. She explained everything that happened that night. He obviously confessed about what he did. And they basically had it like that. Until the trial started. Well, I'm going to just kind of give this for you guys. He was not charged with kidnapping. Which... Excuse me? Just wait, just wait. Because they didn't want to put Jamie on the stand. They did not want to put Jamie okay. on the stand because of the fact that she had already been through so much mm-hmm. that they didn't want her to have to testify against him for kidnapping charges. Which is completely fair. Understandable. I, I, but what did Jamie want? We're about to get to that. Okay. She had wrote her own testimony. Mm-hmm. And she had basically said that she did not feel safe going home ever again. Because now she's, she's with her... She's with her aunt uncle now, right? That's who she's living with. Yes. Sorry. And they're her legal guardians now. Mm-hmm. Her attorney for the family basically gave her a statement and she said that she did not feel... She, she doesn't even want to go to her house anymore. Oh, yeah. He had taken everything from her. Mm-hmm. But there was only one thing that he could not take from her. That's her freedom. Okay. She said she was smarter than him. She learned his routine. So what? Yeah. You ain't got shit on me. Period. But like... Period. And I'm talking about this girl's 13 years old. She said all this. Then the judge gave his ruling. He got two life sentences. I believe he got charged with murder. Mm -hmm. So the two life sentences and then an additional 40 years on top of that. So he's not getting out of jail anytime soon. Thank God. Really like... He just was so fucking creepy. Like, he would... So, Jamie did not go to the trial. She Mm -hmm. didn't do anything because they're trying to get her back to, like, fighting speed, like, to 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 normal. Just, like, you know... As normal as she can be. Because she was... I would say she's probably... Not saying I'm a psychologist or anything like that, but, you know, having, like, some psych background since that's my major. She obviously is probably dealing with, like, some... Like depression, anxiety, PTSD, PTSD, just from all of that, because that's that's especially being so young and having all that happen to you, mm-hmm. like, and you don't you don't have any time to recover. By the time that your parents are murdered, you you get picked up and you're taken to like some dude's house and you don't even know him. Mm-hmm. But she, like I said, she put that shit on the back burner. She. Put her face Masked on. it. And I imagine all that probably has came out since since then. Yeah. It's going to take a lot of therapy to, to come back and up, to get back to normal. But I have read a couple articles. They have said everything that she does. She says she doesn't want to dance anymore and stuff like that. That was like right after it happened. Because she, she didn't really want to see her friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that. She just wanted to maybe, I think, just try to find herself again. Mm-hmm. Maybe like a new version of herself. Because yeah. the old one... She basically was murdered. Yeah. yeah. In, a, in a metaphorical sense. Yeah. 
Because you, she probably has survivor's guilt too. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And it's like her fault that her parents, you know, mm-hmm. like you're sitting there, well, it's my fault. She, I, she I was the one standing outside that day waiting for the bus to come yeah. get me. And that's how but he saw me. That's the thing. It's, you, no one should feel that way right. because mm-hmm. you're 13 years old trying to get doing on the fucking a normal, bus. Like, like, doing a normal thing. You're going to school, like something you're mandated to do. <laughs> right. Like you have to do that. And this guy who couldn't even. Stick it out. Stick it out in the fucking Marines or get a job. Or get a job. Just thought, shit. You're mine. I won't you're mine. It. You're mine. Like, and that's a. You I, are You mine. know what? I'm going to say this. And I said it in the last podcast. Mm-hmm. I think I did. I said, grab life by the balls and tase it. Because that's what I'm saying. What the fuck? Like. But that's like the issue like with our society. Not that men are the only ones that kill. No. I'm not saying that. But if you look at it statistically, men kill out of passion and lust and like pure emotion. Like it's because they want something so badly that they're going to do whatever. And then it's like, and it's always a woman victim. They feel such ownership over women. No, I, I agree like, with that. And I'm not, and it is not all women that they don't even know. Women that they don't even know. Like this case but it's like, it is, I know, I'm going to say, it's like not celebrities. Oh, yes. Yes. Like, there are people who stalk out celebrities because it's like, they fantasize, you know, like, it's just, but a then, lot of people refuse to believe that something's wrong with their kid. Of yeah. course. But, okay, with that scenario, so say you find the psychotic kid, yeah. what do you do with the kid? They haven't done anything wrong I yet. put him in. You can see the signs, send him to therapy, yeah, yes. but they haven't done anything. Yet. I know. But we live in a society where it's, you do something. That's like, like the stalking. It, like, like, you can, like with stalking, if you report it, they will not do anything. Until that person until hurts you. they hurt you. And normally that's when you're murdered. Yes. Is at that point. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, like you can't make big kahoot about someone mm-hmm. stalking you. Cause there's like, oh, you're thinking too much into it. No, no. being followed. Like I've had my life, th- but even like, like, well, anyone can threaten you. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's just a threat. Okay, but, like, this person okay. really wants to act on it. Exactly, but if someone says, hey, I'm going to go burn down your house, and then you're like, oh, whatever, and then they burn down your house, then you're like, they said they were going to do it. They're like, oh, that's crazy. Oh, they, oh, they, they did? did? They oh, did. they were psychos, and I was like, I but told then, you about been warning that's, you. But that's good, like, on, like, say somebody who, like, this happened to, because that shows that that person did premeditate it. Premeditate, yeah, that's and true. That goes to show, like, you're you committed the crime. Mm-hmm. Going on from all of this, there's never gonna be a way that we're gonna fully 100% protect ourselves against people. No, because and you can always. Train. I talked about this. It's not that we're. I think we talked about this the other day. Mm-hmm. It's not that the fact that we should make ourselves like feel like oh we need to feel safe or anything like that, but you should want to feel safe Mm -hmm. in your own skin, in your own home, in your own life. Right. There's always going to, it doesn't matter if you are the most, I could say like this, for instance, and this is what I think about. There's two people I specifically think about for movies when I think about how people deal with like when bad things happen to them and how they protect themselves out there. I think of Julie James from I Know What You Did Last Summer. Oh, yeah. And when she had all the tin locks on her mm-hmm. door in the mm-hmm. sequel, and she was like, she had the mace on her keys and all this stuff because she was so worried about being attacked again. Mm-hmm. And then I think about 
Laurie Strode and the new Halloween when she has the gun range on her house and then she's like and I think about that it's like that is a form of PTSD that's a form Mm -hmm. of anxiety because you don't know how to cope and I think about that sometimes when I have situations in my like where I feel that I could be like attacked or something like that that that's what I want to revert to because I feel like that's the best way you can feel safe that is the best way but then people also frown down upon it and they're like well what's wrong with you yes like you're weird for wanting to be oh you're overprotective no but it's not save my life but I have moments where I'm like okay my guard's down right now what's going to happen yeah do you know how many times where I've sat in class in college and I'm like okay if there's a school shooter if there's someone that's going to come on this campus and start shooting, what am I doing? Am I going to be the person that runs and hides? Am I going to be the person that's going to try and be the hero? Who's going to be the hero in this situation? How quick does it take for police to get here? Because that campus, one, is super open. The buildings are really far apart. Like, I, every time I'm walking to class, I'm like, what? But that's my thought every day going to school, too. What's my escape route? The parking lot so far away from campus. Mm-hmm. It's open. It's huge. None of the buildings are really connected. You have to go from block to block to block. Yeah. And like my clap, like some of my classes are like all far the way, away from yeah. each other. Yeah. And it's all open too. Like you don't have anything to. That's what I'm like. What can I hide behind if someone starts shooting? No. I don't have anything to hide. Behind. No, I feel that for sure. And I think that's like. A, and then sometimes I laugh at myself because I'm like, you're being dramatic. No, you're and, being smart um, because you're thinking ahead all, all the time. time. Even when I'm in the bathroom, I'm like, what if? And that's why I, I even like have my phone and this like the stall. I have it at the ready because I'm like, mm-hmm. if there is a moment where I start hearing things going off, I'm calling. But then what do I do? I stay in the bathroom. I'm a sitting you duck. Have to. Yeah, you have to. It's but it's just like. In like statistically, it's the safest thing to stay in the bathroom. Yeah, but it's like, what would I panic and run? Like what zig? And then I'm not even like, okay, zigzag. Would I drop my bag? But if I drop my bag, my car keys are in my backpack. Mm-hmm. How much time do I have to grab my car keys? So I put my car keys in my pocket that holds drinks because easy to grab my keys, yeah. drop my bag, and I'm gone. Yeah. And then I'm like zigzag run. So I like every morning, like I have this. So I leave like. From mm-hmm. where obviously no one's gonna be able to see what my house looks like because obviously we're here, we're not filming or anything. Mm-hmm. But so I have to turn on the light here. Yeah. To go mm-hmm. to there, mm-hmm. to turn off the light here, mm-hmm. to get in there, to turn on the light in there. Oh, yeah. To open the garage, jump in my car, make sure I check the back seat, make sure I check under the car, then leave. Do you check your. Um bathtub when you go to the restroom in the middle of the night Uh, no i used to but not anymore i think it's now it's not as bad Mm -hmm. just because of the fact that like i'm like i'm an adult i feel safer now that my bathroom is in my room yeah because you have to walk by me to get into the Mm -hmm. bathroom yeah but before my bathroom was outside of my room and it would always be like i had to turn the hallway light on to go directly into the bathroom (laughs) turn that light on hurry slam my door that's why sometimes my dog when he wants to get in there i'm like Make a decision now. Because they're going to get in here if you don't. Like, if you don't hurry up, limp in here. So, it's just... Uh, I mean, not... that could be a poll. Like, how many times do you... Like, our audience listening. Like, how many times do you catch yourself planning on survival tactics throughout your day? And yeah. then you sort of laugh at yourself. And you're like, well, that's crazy. It, But it's not crazy. It's, it, not crazy. it's no, the it's truth. Not. My dad instilled that in me when I was young. We'd go, no. out to, we'd go out to eat, and he would be like, okay... 
where we're sitting right here, the car is right there. Um, his was your was, dad in the military too? No, he was just really? a man from Texas. <laughs> that that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> and he would just he would always be he would have to face the door like the front door where we entered from. Oh, I don't like always. my back. I don't like my back. I, yeah, to but because of him, I I don't like my back to the front door. I don't like it. I have to. Watch and I show. love, I know, if there's windows, I have to see the car. But even movie theaters, I, I love going to movie theaters, but that's my biggest, what, because you're trapped in there. Colorado, that, um, my sister had a soccer tournament a week before in Colorado, before the Colorado shooting happened at the- The one in the Aurora, Bat- Aurora Theater. Mm-hmm, yeah. The Batman premiere, yeah, we, she had a, a tournament week before, we went to the same movie theater the week before. Boom, it happened. We were back home in Texas, and my dad was freaking out. And we love the movies. I, I love I love the movies. But like, I even did not go for a long watching time. Watching the pre- like before the previews, because we get early. Oh, we go yeah. early. Oh, but I'm sitting there like, okay, the exits are so far mm-hmm. away, and you have to run have down. To down. So they could be facing up. Yeah. You're sitting up. Like, and I'm like, where would I hide? Would I just lay down behind a seat and be like, well, this is it? Well, that even goes into, like, you know, the whole Parkland shooting. Mm-hmm. That that whole um, thing is going on right now. That whole... The case? The, yeah. Mm-hmm. I watched a, a thing from the judge. She was yeah. basically... She was upset with, like, the the defense yes. and the... Um, in the prosecution because they're they're not ready for it. They anything. weren't ready for it. No. And I'm telling this happened it's been in four twi- years. Yes, this happened. I was in, a senior in high school. In, yes. In um Mr. Lampy's English class. It's my third period of the day. When all Valentine's this Day when yes. it happened. Yeah. That and was terrifying. I'm telling you. No, I'm I just watched that um not yesterday but the night before and like they had nothing. How do you have nothing ready? They had nothing to. They were like the the prosecution rests, and then judge was like, "Are you like fucking she, kidding me?" Well, she kicked the jury out. <laughs> yeah. So she it was, couldn't be because if she would have um, <clears throat> said everything that she said to the lawyers in front of the jury, it could lead to a mistrial. Yeah. So she excused the jury. So once the jury was out of earshot, she scolded them. And then people are like, she is so unprofessional. But she was even like, it's been this many years. How? And no side was ready. Yeah, and she That's she even said shocking. she was like these parents want closure. Of course, yeah. She was like, she was like, or the I think it was the the prosecution had mm-hmm. said they were like, oh well, uh, we rest. And she was like, or they told her that <clears throat> I'm sorry, guys, I'm not trying to choke, <clears throat> but no, no, I'm fine. <laughs> um, but. They were like, they're like, you know, judge, you're being really rude to me right mm-hmm. now. And she said, I'm being rude. She said, after you have been rolling your eyes at me, chewing gum, yeah. who chews gum in court? I know to not chew gum in court and I've never been in court. You don't ever. And she's like, and rolling your eyes, shuffling your papers, laughing. At so, like, she's and like, you have nothing ready. And she's like, and you have nothing ready. She said, this is the most like unprofessional case trial that i've ever dealt with and she said the fact that i'm even like allowing this and i've let you do this she said that is ridiculous so going back to tying everything all up oh yeah sorry it's okay that if you have anxiety about Mm -hmm. these certain things it's okay to be ready to defend yourself honestly you should be ready you should you should and I'm not Who saying. Who cares if you look dramatic with no. all your little protection things hanging off your keychain? Who cares? This is your life. Get this pepper spray. 
It's in a cute little pink little case. You can get it any day, baby. Mine's black and sparkly. But also just be careful because um, with pepper spray, as soon as you spray it, it does, if you spray it with the it's wind. Like, <laughs> that's why I spray myself at least once a week so I can be ready. Oh, <laughs> Kayla's ready. I personally I say, that shit. hashtag, I oh, that's terrible. As I like to say, hashtag, grab life by the balls. And tase it. A taser's good. That's all I gotta say. My mom wants t-shirts, by the way. Oh, she wants t-shirts? Yeah. What's your mom's name? Her name is Tiffany. 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 Her Facebook display picture is the hands made tail. So if that says Oh, that's her? Oh my god. I've been seeing her like all my stuff. And I've been like I'm like I'll post like a regular status and I've seen her like it and I'm like go off. She's a huge support system. She loves everything. Well, Tiffany, this one's for you. Um grab life by the balls and tase it. Uh I wanna get my taser back from my mom who has it. Kim if you could please mail that to me. You've had it for the last three years now. You're going to get flagged. They're going to be like, well, what are these two sharing? <laughs> no, I remember uh, I bought a taser because when, when I was going to OSU. Oh, I, that makes sense. So. <laughs> oh, my God. Shout out to the husband. Shout out to my husband. He said to hurry up this podcast. But we got a couple more minutes to finish up. Um, but yeah, uh, overall ending, I'm happy that Jamie got basically a new lease on life. She really showed the fuck up. She took somebody down. I kind of wish she would have beat the fuck out of him. That's just me personally, because I feel like, you know, he deserved it. Yeah. Actually, he was in prison, right? Mm -hmm. He was in prison in Wisconsin. And the fact that people found out that he basically, he had kidnapped her, Mm -hmm. they Beat the fuck out of him. Oh, yeah. He got transferred from to a prison in Wisconsin to New Mexico. Listen, people do not play with pedophiles. No, pedophiles, any like domestic violence, they know. Yeah. It's, a, it's like a code. Like, you do yeah. not play. The jailhouse code. Yeah. So, overall ending this all up, I'm really happy that Jamie came out alive. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry that her parents passed away. Mm-hmm. Condolences to them. I'm sorry that she had 88 days in captivity taken away from her that she didn't deserve. Mm-hmm. But in a way, when bad stuff happens to you, it does make you stronger. It makes you a, a better person. It gives you a, like a new perspective. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying this should have happened to her, and it, it, it sucks that it did, but I know that she's now getting she's older now Mm -hmm. so she's now getting back to like normal and you know loving life Mm -hmm. the way that she possibly did before i hope that she did get therapy and things like that because after this i I would have to get therapy therapy. no matter what so overall uh just very big condolences to the family i hope that she is living the best of her life she's probably about 15 16 now so she's probably about to go to college somewhere soon. So I really hope the best for her life. Mm-hmm. I hope she gets into school, whatever she wants to do in her life. Um, Watch her get into like law. I hope she does. Yeah. And you know what? Um, for the suspect, he's gonna rot in jail. That's all. I, I'm not gonna go too much more into that, but that's that. So 
wrapping up the last few things, uh, you want to talk about anything else? No, I think we covered it when we just got super sidetracked. Yeah. I know people are... They're probably like, you guys got super sidetracked. But guys, look, we talked about so many different things. It's just all this comes up in one big conversation. And it's like... It's frustrating. You know? it's all, It almost gets pretty frustrating, like, watching true crime and then talking about it constantly. How it is all so similar. Mm-hmm. But that's really about it. Yeah. And... Uh, let's do quick five seconds, I want to say. Uh, good thing that happened to you this week. Go. Oh, um, I took my psych midterm and I got a 32 out of a 32. I've never been an A student. Awesome. <laughs> took Taylor. Me to 28. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, uh, quick five seconds. What you got? Um, I officially moved out of the barracks and moved in with Kayla. Ah, awesome. <laughs> Gotta love that E4 over 4, right? Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Me. I'm going to go see Bad Bunny in two days, so... <laughs> ah! <laughs> so, wrapping this all up, this is great. Uh, I enjoy doing this with you ladies. Also, if you guys haven't know, Taylor's basically our producer now, so she's basically going to be doing all like the behind-the-scenes stuff, so she's just running like the computer and all the fun stuff. It's my first day. So it's her first day, <laughs> so um, show Taylor some love. Say, we love you, Taylor. We love you, Taylor. Stop it. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Can't wait to see you guys next week for what we bring to you. And welcome back. Well, not welcome back. I always mess this up. It's so funny. And thank you for tuning in to Murder, <laughs> Murder in, in Your, your hometown. hometown. Goodbye. Mm-hmm.